Folks, what is going on? Armin Hammer here. Today, we're going to be asking a simple yet quite difficult to answer question. How do we handle Ricky Garrard? Now, to fill you in on who Ricky Garrard is and why we're going to be talking about him, in 2017, Ricky Garrard competed at the CrossFit Games as a rookie, did exceptionally well, taking third place overall, and then he tested positive at the Games. And his scores, his results, everything was stricken from the leaderboard and from the history books, and he immediately became the highest profile PED positive test in CrossFit Games history. He's currently serving a four-year sanction in which he cannot compete officially in any CrossFit or CrossFit-related event. So no open, no regionals, no sanctionals, no CrossFit Games. He can do the workouts, and he does do the workouts, but he cannot officially compete in them. And that sanction is only going to be up starting of the 2022 season. So he still has the entirety of the 2021 season where he's going to be forced to be on the outside looking in. And obviously, while he can't officially compete in the open and earn a spot to the games or do any of the official sanctioned events, he has been continuing to do CrossFit and train the methodology so that he can be competitive when he returns. To that end, he is continually posted how he would do if he was actually doing the Open and how he would do if he was competing in these events. And the most recent version of that is the 2020 CrossFit Games online stage. So Ricky did all the seven events for the 2020 CrossFit Games online stage. He compared his results to where he would have sit on the leaderboard if he was actually participating. And according to him, he would have been fifth overall qualifying himself for the finals in October. And this has made quite a big splash in the community. Lots of very strong feelings about this. Now, before we get into the topic that I'd like to talk about, which is this kind of overarching look at like, how do we deal with people like Ricky Garrard and their return to competition eventually within the CrossFit space? I think it's important to mention that there is another controversy, another slight controversy, in my opinion, where at the end of his nasty Nancy, he had beaten Matt Fraser's score by like six or seven seconds, and uh, he loses his mind in excitement. He like double birds, flips off the camera. He calls Matt Fraser a He just completely loses it. And I get it, man. He's super pumped. He's like competing in this thing and it's like not official, but to him it feels really official because he's putting all this weight on it and he just beat Matt Fraser in a workout, which is like, you know, really hard to do. That just doesn't happen very often. So yeah, he's celebrating way too much. He's putting himself like just making it count as if it really is real and it actually counts when it's not a thing. It's like you did this thing in the gym, like you probably shouldn't be celebrating that hard about it. Like maybe carry yourself a little more humbly. And the whole like thing, I don't particularly care about that. Like that doesn't really bother me because as far as I understand it, that's a term of endearment with Australians um, of a certain generation and in a certain context. And it completely makes sense to me 
that that is what is going to be escaping from his mouth in that situation. Now, like, should he really be like gloating and completely losing it over this performance? I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's important to him clearly, but in the grand scheme of things, it's really inconsequential. Now that does kind of relate to what I want to talk about, which is like, how do we react to Ricky Garrard? How do we as uh, spectators, as fans, as members of the community deal with a guy like Ricky Garrard, who immediately upon testing positive became like the biggest villain in CrossFit. He was crucified on that 2017 documentary. I think it was redeemed and dominant in 2017 is what that one was called. I forget. He was crucified in that documentary and he was immediately thrust into this this villainous role within the CrossFit space, whether he wanted it or not. He was always really vocal about wanting to be competitive and wanting to beat the best, but this was like a turn towards like the bad guy and in a way, very well-deserved. I mean, testing positive at the games, insinuating that everybody else is also on stuff and that they specifically singled him out because they want to protect some sort of like golden boy in Matt Fraser or whatever. Like that is so dumb and makes no sense, right? There's no reason to assume that there's any validity to that claim, but the process that has been built around drug testing and sanctioning in CrossFit specifically is that once you test positive, you have your sanction, you serve your sanction, and then you're back in. And that's how it works in pretty much every sport. You test positive, you have your sanction, you serve your sanction, and you're back in. And the question that needs to be asked is, what do we do when you reach the and you're back in part of that equation? When the 2022 CrossFit Games season is upon us and Ricky Garrard can finally compete officially in the games again, should we open our arms up and say, you know what? All is forgiven. Welcome back, buddy. Let's do this. Mm, Yes and no. I mean, yes, in the sense that you have served your time and your sanction is up. It doesn't mean that we should forget everything that happens and it doesn't mean that we should completely give you a blank check to like start over again. We need to be aware of and I guarantee you we will be aware of it because this is going to be a huge storyline for when he does return. It's going to be, you know, the return of Ricky Garrard. And the best case scenario is Ricky has served his time, he's made a splash, he, you know, becomes this sort of like bad guy uh, arc in the CrossFit space, but over the course of his remaining career as a competitor, he redeems himself to being an upstanding member of the community, a good role model, a mentor to look for, look to, and, and you know, someone to understand, be like, you know what? you can make mistakes and come back from them. Given that is the best case scenario, and I think that's the most positive end result for everybody, you know, we don't want to be a community, in my opinion, of one strike and you're out. Just any one thing that you do makes you a completely unredeemable um, monster in our eyes, that you're no longer welcome in the space, that you cannot be one of us anymore. I don't think that that's a tenable line to draw in the sand because the moment that you make a mistake, you have to have some sort of a path towards redemption an understanding that, you know what, there is a series of actions and a series of words and a series of behaviors that I can have over the course of some period of time that will 
make up for this behavior or action or mistake or decision or whatever it was that I made in the past and therefore redeem me from that thing in the eyes of my community and peers. That is kind of how the punishment is supposed to work. Like that's kind of the idea of like, you know what, you're serving a four-year sanction and at the end of your four years, you've paid the price of not being able to compete, not being able to make a living in the sport, not being able to be a respected member of the community. You've paid your price and we're gonna open the doors back for you, but we understand that it comes with a history and it comes with some baggage. Simply put, I would say Ricky Garrard's return to competition should be you know, uh, cautiously celebrated. It's an opportunity for him to prove to us that that was a stupid young man's mistake and decision, that he isn't going to do that sort of thing again. And if he does do that sort of thing again, it should result in a significantly more uh, aggressive sanction, either something like eight or 10 years or just straight up lifetime ban, which eight or 10 years is basically a lifetime ban anyway, but I think it should be that aggressive because the the openness of our community to say, you know what, we're going to allow you the opportunity to prove to us that you've made a better decision this time around, that should come with the consequences of, but if you mess this up again, and if you take this for granted, and if you take advantage of us as a community and us as spectators and fans and members of this place, well, then you're kind of fucked. Ricky Garrard has done some very dumb stuff. If I was in his situation, if I was like in his position, there's no way that I would be like making myself to be more of a villain by trying to insert myself into the conversation. It would be much more about like, stay quiet, do your time, serve the sentence, and then show them what you've got when you're back, right? It would be way more like keeping the cards close to my chest if I was in Ricky's position. But like, man, Ricky tested positive in 2017. His older brother tested positive for the same stuff in mid-2019. So like bad decisions kind of runs between those two guys. Either way, we're going to see Ricky return to competition in 2022. There's no doubt about that. I mean, the guy has made it very clear that his goal is to compete at the CrossFit Games and win the CrossFit Games when he returns. So that's going to be an exciting storyline, something that the sport absolutely should lean into. And the community should also understand, you know what, this guy is giving an opportunity from us to prove to us that. He is better than he was before. He's not going to make the same dumb decisions. He's not going to do the same stupid stuff. And if he can prove himself to have changed, we should be able to say, you know what? Cool. You might be still a bit of a dick and you might be a little bit too aggressive in these situations. But at the end of the day, like that's just a personality thing and that sucks. But it has no bearing on your welcomeness to compete within the sport. So what do you guys think? I mean, I'm very curious to read the comments on this one. I think this one's probably going to be a little bit more of like a controversial topic. Like, do you think that Ricky Garrard should be vilified and uh, just made into a pariah, like right off the bat? Like he's completely, 
you know, non-negotiable that he's an outsider now. He's not one of us. He doesn't get to get welcomed back. He doesn't get to come back with, you know, in, in any sort of good graces. We shouldn't give him any attention. Is that the role we should be? Or is it maybe the complete opposite? And be like, you know what? They're all on steroids, man. And because of that, like Ricky's just hanging out to dry. And you know what? Like he should be welcomed back as like a hero because like he can take him down, man. He can take him down. I honestly don't think there's anybody that that falls into that school of thought, but I'd be curious to see if there is anybody that falls into that school of thought. Either way, folks, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for your participation in this discussion. I'm very excited to read the comments on this one. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 I'm very curious to see what happens with this. This is going to be, this is going to be probably the longest baked storyline in the CrossFit space outside of something like Matt Fraser working towards winning five in a row, right? This is going to be four years of his sanction and he comes back and it's like, what, where does that redemptive arc go? We're going to find out in the 2022 CrossFit game season. Thanks so much, everybody. See you next time.